Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Amen. At times like this, you don't want to go anywhere, do you? I don't know how he did it. 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 Many had lived before us. David said, the God of my forefathers. He doesn't know how they did it. But he will make reference and say, the God of my forefathers. Amen. Anyway, let's say something. If we go on without sharing the word, it will be something else. That will be suicidal. But in where we are now, I think it's one thing left to do, isn't it? It's just to worship God. That's it. Amen. Let's quickly turn our books to um, Proverbs. We have a country called England. For me, England is my adopted country. For my son, James, England is not his adopted country. Amen. I was born in Ghana. He was born in England. James, you were born in England because God made a way. Sometimes our children doesn't know the difference and they need to realize and identify themselves and know where they are. They should be told and they should realize that we are where we are and we are who we are because we have a God and the God we have made a way. That understanding should go deep down into their loins. It should go deep down into their bones. It should be the, 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 the air they breathe inside them. That we, we as their first generation, as they see us, when our back was against the wall, when our back was against the wall, I'll say it, I'll say it twice, I'll say it the third time. Maybe if your ears is not hearing something clearly, I'll shout louder. I said, and again, when our back was against the walls, when our back was against the walls. The wall is a brick concrete. There is no way you can go through the wall. The human frame is not designed by God to go through the wall. So when you get to that wall, you should know that that has become the end because there is no way I can go through this wall. I am stuck. I can't. I cannot pass through this wall. But when our back was against the wall, and we can see what is coming right ahead of us. There is no other way we can go forward and we can go through this one. So where do we go? That's when we realize that we had a God. And the God that we have, that we talk about every day, every night. The God will confess every single day, every single night. He made a way when there was no way behind me there. He made that way. He made a way. It's not about the school. It's not about the school. Do you have the Proverbs there? You're making me talk plenty because I don't have the Proverbs there. I said Proverbs 35. Oh, God. Maybe we don't understand it, but if we say we don't know how he did it. 
we say we don't know how he did it. Of course, we are not God, are we? So, do you think we can understand how he did it? If you ask a mother how she gave birth, perhaps they will be able to tell you. There's a thin line in between that element of reproduction that brings life and the other element that takes life. It's a fine line. Many can go through that process and be paralyzed as a result. Many can go through that process and die as a result. There is so much pain that comes with it as well for a life to be born. There will be a sacrifice that needs to be paid. And that sacrifice will have to go through pain. So our mothers, they always go through pain unless you go through the cesarean. Even the cesarean, you will be cut. And when you are cut, it's not a normal way of giving birth. And you will feel the pain. They will give you painkillers, the morphines, and all that kind of things will flow into your blood. And that's what only holds you for a temporary period. And when that is done and gone out of the blood, you will see there will be pain in there. Giving birth to us, we have no idea the pain it caused the old man. But yet, he did it. He did it for us. Amen. In Proverbs 35, say every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Amen. You see the word, the word I want us to clearly identify there, he is a what? I don't know if you know what a shield is. <laughs> a shield. You've not been to war before. So those who wrote what they wrote there, right, you might not clearly understand. That's how you don't know how he made it. But if they have a shield, a shield is what guards them against the sword. But when a sword strikes direct on your human flesh, it will cut you up. But when the sword strikes a shield, it bounces back. And it will make a loud noise. Either two, that loud noise will go deep down inside your body. And that's what splits you up, that force. But the writer said there, every word of God is pure. And he said that he, he referred to that word as a he. A he. So that word you are seeing there becomes a living being. Do you get the picture? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and God was what? So the reference being made to the word, clearly, is talking about a human being. Now, don't forget that the word is not a human being. The word is not a human being. Where and when and how then does the word then becomes a human being? It's a nice question to ask, really. Because he said, every word of God is pure. And we are talking of purity. I come from the the Gold Coast, isn't it? Before they change our, our Gold Coast to, to Ghana. I was in Bombay then, but I wish we still remain Gold Coast. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I don't know if the Ghana has brought us so many things. But anyway, um, when we are talking of pure, we had gold. And we talk of pure gold. Pure gold is a 
it's, it's a very solid substance, more or less. And it's, it's very, very expensive as well. So, so from the country that perhaps will become James' adopted country, and that is, which is my country, I'm saying something. Maybe, I mean, with time, I wanted to see if you understand what I'm trying to say. How can my God, my God be James' God? Where James is a British and I am a Ghanaian. What then identifies us as a people? Perhaps the surname. The surname is Oblite. It's a name. There was a time I was coming with these boys. Actually him and then uh, Kiria at some point. And I did something. And once I was reading it, that thing came back to me again. You know, they were British and I was holding my Ghanaian passports. I don't know why I did that. I don't know if I've shared that with you before. It's, it's a point of entry. A point where you will be given access to a territory. But the identity of two people at that point was different. And yet, I'm talking about my son. My son. There was a paper, a paper, not looking at genealogy, but a paper that clearly defines him as a British citizen. And I had my, my own adopted one in my pocket. So when I got to the immigration, I said, well, these ones, they said they are, they are, they are young ones. Are they British? I said, yes. And you? I said, well, this is my passport. And I, and I, and I took out the black one. It's not, uh, do you know the black one? You call it a black passport. Have you heard one before? Have you? So you are, you are, you are British, aren't you? <laughs> no, you understand what I'm trying to say? So I flipped the black passport. Immediately he saw it. He said, that's your way. But he paused. He said, oh. So do you want to go there with them? I said, if you don't mind. And I turned. Not only somebody has seen what was going on behind us. That person was the supervisor. The person quickly walked to us and said, no, go back. Because of the keys, you have to go back there. And I said, well, but I have this passport. Said, it doesn't make any difference. Go back there. Now, you see, the paper at that point was failing to do exactly what it was supposed to do. The paper at that point was failing to do what it was supposed to do. What was then talking was the attributes within the genealogy that then speaks. And that is beyond the human comprehension. Because he is indeed my son. And, and Jesus says something. He said, I and my father, we are one. We, they are not one by definition of territory. But they are one by definition of their genealogy. They are one by definition of the blood that flows through them. They are one by definition of the spirit that flows within them. And the confines of the spirit had no boundaries. And it does not differentiate between A and B. It does not. Because if you look at the blood groups, if you have O, it's O. If you have A, it's A. If you have G, it's G. It doesn't matter the color of the pigmentation of this one. Amen. So Proverbs said that 
that word then changed to he, and he is a shield. He then becomes a shield. Who is he that becomes a shield? Who will be the he that then becomes a shield? In my definition, my son was my shield. Either to you, I would have joined a long queue. I would have joined a long The queue was really long. The rest of them, that's how they put their rests. And their, their rests. Because, you know, you become the rest because you don't belong. That's why you become the rest. The rest, your, your, your treatment will be different. The level of respect we accord will be different. So, where you are coming from and how you identify yourself makes a huge and a huge and a huge difference. So, you should know where you belong when he becomes a shield. Amen. When he becomes a shell, there will be a protection, kind of. When he becomes a shell, you realize that it doesn't matter anymore. Your circumstance will not make a difference anymore. My circumstance wasn't making a difference anymore. The fact that I, I threw out the black book wasn't making any difference anymore. What was making the difference, right? Is where they belong. That is where I belong. And if God says, I have a son, and the son belongs, I am telling you here today, if you don't know how you made it, there is a way, there is a way, and that way is because he has a father, and the father has a son, and if you belong to the son, you will belong to the father. And he who trusts in the son will have the covering and the shield of the father. So you make a way. When the back of the master was against the wall, when he went to pray and blood was flowing through his eyes, he said to his father, Oh God, I have a father and your name is God, Jehovah, the Yahweh you call. And he said, if you can make a way. And God said to him, yes, I can make a way. And your way is when you accept the fact that I have a way. And my way is the way. And the way is only one way. And there is no other way except my way. And what you are asking for is not provided because there is only one way. And the only one way is when you align yourself to my word. And I am saying you are going to die for who? For me. I mean, come on. Am I that special? I never knew I was that special. I had never known I was that special. I have never known I was that special. I, have, I, mean, I mean, think of it carefully. In the beginning, God, in the beginning, when I was in existence, I was not there when he created the world. But in the beginning, God, in the beginning, God, the God who was there in the beginning is the God I am calling my father. And I have access to the God who was there in the beginning as a father because he sent his only begotten son. His only. His only. The Bible made reference to that word only. That means he had no other son except Jesus Christ, his son. And yet, and yet, the Bible said, and yet, 
He did not hold on to his son. But he gave his son to become a shield to those, to those, that means not to everyone, to those, to those, to those. I'll tell you why I am saying to those. Look, recently, just last week, Friday, a young, a young senior like me, a young senior like me, maybe you've not heard his name before, he hailed from the country called Ghana. He said he came here when he was 13 years old. Several years down the line, he was standing in the parliament of England and he was reading. He was reading. Actually, he was actually reading. Can you think of it? He was reading the life of England. Do you understand that? <laughs> he was reading the life of England. He was telling the English people, he was telling the whole of England how they will have to live their lives. And he said, I will cut, I will cut, I will cut how power reigns. Kwesi said, he will cut. I, Kwesi Kwasi, I will cut. I will cut the 20p. And I'll make it 19p. For, the, for, the, for those, at where? At where? Look at my hand. Where? Are you, are you not alive with me? At, those at where? Those at where? At the lower end of the tax bracket. That dusking guy. Uh, he didn't even end there. The irony of it. He said, and I will cut again. I will cut the top end. The rich. I will reduce their tax by 5% from 45 to 40. Hey. <laughs> and you know what? By that announcement, the following day, there is something we call the markets. The markets were trembling. The markets were shaking. People across, I mean, across the whole world, they were all trembling. The pound was taking a dive. I don't know where it's going. Perhaps it's going into the sea. Just by one man. Just by one man. And that one man in his flesh is not in the minority, but is in the it's not in the majority, but it's in the minority. And yet his statements, his statements, I'm talking about his statements. I'm saying that every word of God, every statement of God, every word that God has said will be a shield. It will not be the kind of statements that Christ Party passed at that time. It will protect you. Not what he said. What he said perhaps will shake you depending on where you fall on the divide of the economy. Depending on where I was on the divide of the young man, on the young man's passport, it was determining whether I enter through the rest or I enter through the English gates. If you choose to believe in men, when we are doing economics, there's something that the Lord just said to me and spoke to me about. To, to differentiate the word peel. When you hear the word peel and the word postulates, do you know what postulates are? Come on. I, I, don't I have economics students here? Yeah, you have economics, isn't it? You've not reached there yet. Come on. That's small head. It really needs to do much more work. If we need to rely on these boys, these boys that you see, hey, come on. 
Come on. We have no idea. Stephen, if, if, if we want to rely on the generation behind us, it's not from the textbook. I have read the textbook. It will not come from the textbook. I teach him economics. He doesn't understand what the young man is saying there. It doesn't come from the textbooks. Because the textbooks is not pure. It's not pure. Why do I say the textbooks is, I mean, why do you think I'm saying the textbooks are not pure? So why, would you, why do you think they will not be pure? Why would it be wrong? Why is it subject to change? Why would man, man change their mind? But what do you think about God? Does he change? Yeah, that's a huge difference. Let God enter into your spirit right now. The theories you see were written by men. And it was written when men were also behaving in a particular way. So what we state is that all things being equal. But in life, all things will not be equal. And men should realize that all things should not be equal. So the young, the, my young senior there should have known that all men should not be equal. Although we read the books and the books try to tell us all kinds of things that are all based on postulates. If, 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 what if and if fails, Jay, in computer science, if the if fails, then you have to reverse to the else. Am I right? Yeah. Pure knowledge. If Nika is for 16 years, then what, how old is he? He might be 15 years. He might be 14 years. Or he might be 17 years. So it's not absolute. We can't really tell. But I am telling you about one simple God. He said, as I was in the beginning, men would change. And I am not like men who I will lie. I will not lie unto you because I am pure. My purity will never change. If that gets adulterated, then the human kingdom is gone. Not only the human kingdom, I'll prove to you something. Okay, okay give me um, 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 Psalm 142. Quick, our time is up. Psalm 142. Let's start from one. I'll end on five. That'll be where I'll end. Church, let's get one thing clear. We have what we call men. The human, as you see, has three components. Clear? Bible school, come on. Are you here? Zibi, are you here? Are you here? Somebody, are you here? Am I right? I'm speaking the pure word. I'm not reading the budget. I don't have to go and consult OBR before I speak anything. Because what I'm speaking, if it's a pure word, it will be true. And the foundation of the truth will never change. But if he doesn't consult the OBR, he will go through the, I mean, the kind of permissions he's going through is what he will go through. Perhaps he didn't have trust in the OBR. Perhaps. Office of budget responsibility. But they have a role. But they are men. Amen. Amen. Men. We have to come to the point where we have to realize that we have a God. The world we seek to control is not created by men. The world we seek to control was originally originated by a father. And the father, his name is God. God was the originator of mankind. If you want to control mankind, there is no way you can control mankind without consulting the one who created a human. You cannot. 
Because men will change. And the understanding of men does not lie. And, and it does not lie with men. If it lies with men, if you have only one man, then we are secured. But it's a where two or more are guarded. In my spirit, then the spirit starts to gather. Within that knowledge and the, and the provisions of the spirit that are gathering, then there is a God that is gathering. Amen. When men realize that we are men, we are just simple mere men, then we said we are just but like a flower that today is and it will blossom so nice and it will attract you so well and you think, oh, oh that is a nice flower to present as a gift to somebody I love, but tomorrow go and see that flower again. It will be fading like something else. So that love that you treasure so much will fade. I am talking of a love that never fails. It will never fail. If it says, I love you, God loves you. One, it said, I cry out to who? I cry out to who? Today, the whole of England is crying to man. They are crying to Kwesi Kwati to say, change your cause. But I am not crying to Kwesi Kwati. He cannot change my cause. I will have to change his cause. I have to tell him, Kwesi, come on. You cannot deal with the humans that God has created on this land except you consult the Father. He's the only one who will give you the direction to go. And when you speak it, they will know that the Lord has spoken. Amen. Moses said, I am not a good speaker. So tell me what to go and say to Herod. When you tell me what to say, I know when he hears it. And I say it's coming from you. He would what? He would yield. But the heart of man is so hardened that when even Moses went to say to him that God is saying, yet man has other ideas against the will of God. How much more you man, talking to man, you are a joker. You are a joker. You don't have the knowledge that it takes to govern the humans. Humans, the life of humans, is not only the flesh that we see, but the life of humans, there is something in called the living. The living. So I cry out to the Lord with my voice, with my voice to the Lord, I make my supplication too, please. To the Lord, I made what? Not to the OBR. I am not making my supplications to the OBR. Why? Because the OBR, they are just as human like myself. So I don't need to consult the OBR. Once I am human, I can also take a decision to govern humans. That's what Kwesi did. Because we are all from the same school. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, perhaps he's priding himself that he went to one of the good schools in this land. And maybe the members of the OBR were not privileged enough to go to that school after all. So why do I have to go and sit with them? I went to Eton. I went to very solid universities as well. The pride. And he failed to consult. Church, let's not fail to consult. Let's not fail to go to the creator of mankind. The one who put that breath inside you. The breath is the breath of life. Come on, okay, jump me to five, quick. So I pour out my, my, my complaints before him. I declare before him two, three, four, and five. Amen. Come on. Okay, hold me on a three. So when my spirit was overwhelmed within me, when my spirit, when my spirit was overwhelmed within me, when my spirit 
is overwhelmed. Lead me to Kwesikwati. Oh, you didn't hear it well. Do you want to be on the drums on that? He said, no, he would never be on the drums on that. No, no. When my spirit is overwhelmed within me, then you knew my part. Then, who knew? The same he again, not I made reference in Proverbs. He said, then he knew there will be somebody who will know our part on this land. And except the land conforms to the one who created us on this land, the land will continue to seek, to seek, to seek, and seeking. Labor is also talking. In seeking, labor is talking. In seeking, the Green Party is also talking. So how many human institutions and how many human frames are talking? In all, you get to the bats in what they say. It said, then you knew my part. In the way in which I walk, they have secretly set a snare for me. They had secretly set a snare for me. Go on four. Look on my right hand and see. Are you talking to somebody? Who do you think you think he's talking to? He's talking to his father. He's talking to his father. He knew that God, in the beginning, created the world he lived in. So if he needs solution, he has to go somewhere. And he said, for there is no one who, who, who acknowledges me Refuge has failed me. No one cares for me. Five. But he did something. Five. He said, I cried out out to you, O Lord. I said, you are my refuge. My portion in the land. My portion. He said, you are my refuge. David is saying something to God. He was telling God, God, although I live in the land of the living, I know, I, I know I am within an economy. The economy will have twists and turns when Putin decides to fight. When we're in school, sometimes we have some debates. And we're trying to say there is no God. But sometimes we talk out of ignorance. And out of the ignorance, we speak the foolish things, don't we? And we are forgiving for that, isn't it? Thank God today we are speaking something else, which is the truth and not the foolish things. You see, I'm saying that one slowly, isn't it? It's a sign of repentance. Anyway, now, no, listen to David. I cried out. <laughs> Look, if you have a cry to cry, and you come to Pastor E, he's a Pastor E. Don't forget that. In the first place, your assumption is that Pastor E has all the solutions. So if you cry out to Pastor E, and as long as God has ears, he has said it himself, I have what? Ears. And as long as I also have ears, Pastor E's ears will what? Listen. And when I listen, it goes through there. And then I do what? I what? I think of it. If I have answers, perhaps the answers will come straight from this one. You know what this one is? I am made of it. 
I'm telling you today. I am made of flesh. I have a soul and I have a spirit inside the container you see. So when you talk to me and I listen, I have listened as God who has ears and provided me too with ears. So I will hear. My next point, if I am very understanding, my next point on your behalf is to go and cry out to the Lord. But I will ask you one simple question this afternoon. Excuse me, do you have any quarrels with God? So why are you sending me there? Why are you sending me there? No, no, why are you sending me there? Maybe God is angry with you, isn't it? Maybe God is not happy with you. But you are aware that he's made provision for you, one way or the other. If you confess, he is, he is just. I am not a just man. I am a human being. So when you talk to me, I will have to go back to who? The just person, the just man. I am making reference to the just man and telling you, church, we have a just man. We have a God. We can cry to God any day, any time, any moment, any minute without appointment. If you're not too careful, if you come to my place, my wife will tell you I'm sleepy. Amen. He said, you are my refuge. Now that word refuge is coming from the word refugee. Who is a refugee? A refugee is somebody running away from, from what? Persecution, from wars. You see Putin today, is dislikes the whole world. Ukraine is in turmoil. People in Ukraine are crying. People in Russia are crying. People are fleeing from one country to the other. When they go to the other country, they will become refugees. I am a refugee. At some point, actually, you know what, Christ? If you read the account of Matthew 2, Christ was a refugee at some point. Christ was a refugee in Egypt. They had to smuggle him. Why do you think they had to smuggle Christ? They had to smuggle Christ to save his life. Because he was coming to the land of the living. And in the land of the living, somebody will have to protect you from the land of the living. So God knew how humans, how we are, how wicked we can be like Putin. Who doesn't care about the life that God has created? But can seek his own selfish means to destabilize a whole economy. Where then we have to be shored up by 60 billion pounds. And yet, he is keeping doing it. The heart of man is desperately wicked. And only one person can know it. The Bible says, who would know it? It's the creator. The originator of that human is the only person who would know it. If you have a problem, it's not by your weapons you send to that anyway. It is by going back to the Lord. Who created that human called Putin? And if you seek the face of that man, you will see why Herod failed in the life of Christ. Amen. And when they brought him back, he saved you and I. Church, we need to know that we are refugees. We are at the mercy of the ruler of this life. The life you see is being ruled by somebody. And we need to seek refuge somewhere, somehow. And the refuge we seek should come from no man. No man. No man. No man. No man. No man. I said no man. I walk with the confidence of the Lord that I serve. 
Because I know what the books will tell me. And I know when I get to the if, I have to jump to the else. When I go to the else and I still don't have a solution, it will throw me back out of the loop. I have to go back and find where the solution really lies. It lies with only one person, church. It lies with the creator of the man who is able to destroy both the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. His name is Yahweh. I know his name. And I've come to announce his name. Perhaps you know his name. But I'm telling you, if you know his name, then I'm re-representing it again for you to know that I, obliquely, I have a God. And I'm pronouncing my God. I don't know about your God. But I have a God. The God who took me out of the Mary clay and set my feet upon the rock. On that rock, I will get a shell to stand on. On that rock, I will stay. On that rock, I will come today and tell you, I have a God. And I have a reason to tell you I have a God. Because yes, indeed, I have a God. And that God reigns in the land of the living. There's a land called the land of the dead. When I cease to exist in the living, I'll be pronounced into the dead. Even there, he has the power to resurrect. I'm talking about a God. I am talking about a God. I said a God I'm talking about. You are dealing with economics, forget that, forget that subject. When he created, he provided all things, and he looked at them, and he said, they are what good. Come on. And because they were good, he went on. And he created again and he said, they are what? Good. And he did again and he said, what? Well, they are good. He did not do it twice. He do it once. Pa, pa, there. Pa, pa, there. And in Ghana, we call it sharp, sharp. Sharp, sharp. He is that God. He is sharp, sharp. He is sharp. My God is sharp. He is sharp. Yes, he is sharp. We don't understand our God. We don't. We have a queen who was a defender. Now he's the king who is a defender. But the defenders of the faith are sitting back and the politicians are dictating our lives and how life would treat us one way or the other. But I know a man called David. When his back was against the wall, oh, when his back was against the wall, he cried out to God. He said, oh my God, my Lord. He said, you are my refuge, my place of shelter, my place of protection, my place where I can have the productions of the things I want, that place where I will have my peace, my place, my place, my place is in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is not the house where humans dictate. Somebody said to me, you are arrogant. And he laughed. He said, no, you, come on, you are so arrogant. They call me Rambo, actually. Maybe because of the way Rambo, I don't know. He said, Rambo, you are so arrogant. And he smiled. And he smiled broadly, and I was just looking at his face. And he said, come on. You know what he added? He said, I wish I can be as bold as you are. And I was looking right, direct in his face. And I was telling him what I want, what I want. I'm telling you, I said, I want. I said, you, you, what, you, I said, you don't have the power. I, I am the president of this association. And I said to him, yes, I know. And I know I'm talking to the president of this association. Your, your designation is the president, but you are not God. He said, indeed, I am not God. 
And because I'm not God, I will do what you want me to do. Because I have no idea if I don't do what you want me to do, what God will do to me. I say, if you do what I want, God will exonerate you. But if you don't do what I want, God will not free you. He said, is that a curse? I said, it's a blessing. So that's why I say you are arrogant. So we need you. I said, you don't need me. Do you know who need me? It's my God who needs me. In the realms of men, I led them at some point. And lives gone I mean, lives were taken. Some of the lives went down there. They went into the land of the dead. And I said to myself, I am not leading men like that anymore. And I crawled into my shell and decided, no way, I'm not going there anymore. But later on, within a small minute, within a small second, that flew by. I had somebody on my desk and saying to me, come on, follow me somewhere. And I was being very reluctant to follow that guy. But somewhere, somehow, I followed that guy. And I'm telling you, I don't know how. But today I can tell you that I came across a God. And that God is a God I'm talking about today. And I'm talking about that God. That God today with so much conviction knowing that the freedom of men, the freedom of men, the freedom of men lies in the God I'm protecting today. And the God I'm projecting today. The God I'm projecting today is the God that gave you life. It's my God. It was David's God. Paul said, when he pleased God, who separated? When he pleased God, who separated? The flesh you see was not my portion anymore. Because in the portion of the flesh, we like the disappointments. Have you been slapped before? <laughs> Have you? Your dad has slapped you before, hasn't he? <laughs> Mom, have you slapped somebody before? I didn't say slapped here. Slapped. It can be, it can be here. Why did you slap? To make what? No, no, no. We don't hear that. Even if I did. <laughs> I want them to know I'm in control. <laughs> I want them then to know that I, their mother, I am in control, yes. And she is indeed in control. Today you have your freedom. Isn't it? Yeah. So there's a time appointed unto man. But another umbrella of the divine God I'm talking about. You will still continue to remain under the umbrella of the God I serve. It's the God I'm presenting unto you. When your back is against the wall, if you run to your mom, your mom will be human. But cry out to the Lord. He's ever and openly available. And the God that I serve will hear your cry. Guys, we need ourselves back here again. David, we need you back here again. Oh, guys, I need you back. We sang a song. We have the communion right sitting here before us. So on the night when he was living, he did something. That gave them life. That gave them breath. His name is Yahweh. He is Yahweh. As you sing this song, pour yourself to the Lord. I will not pray for you. But as you sing that song and you partake in these emblems, you should know one thing. That he said we should do this in remembrance 
we are remembering that when our back is against the wall, we have only one option. And that option is to go back and cry to the Lord. He is our refuge. Amen. He is our portion in the land of the living. Is somebody living today? Then your portion is one way. Your portion does not lie in the confines of the definition of Quasipati's economic environment. He is human. He is doing his best. His best will lead you after the human best. But the best for you is the godly best. Amen. We will sing that song. The song you sang for us. Amen. If you want to want to sit, sit. If you want to stand, stand. Guys, as we as we sing that song. Let your spirit dine with the spirit of the living God. For me, you see me. But for God, you don't see. For the God, you don't see. I will tell you his name. His name is Yahweh. The Bible said, God is spirit. And they that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen.
If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.